get through the weekend without me. WKXL Radio, coming loud and strong on a Monday morning. So this is our second full week Starting out right now, The Sports Machine with Slim. It is a new show here on WKXL Radio, and we are taking the airwaves by storm. You now have an alternative choice, you sports fans out there. You have an alternative choice to the other two stations with crystal clear signals that you hear. Ours is 101.9 in Manchester, 103.9 right here in Concord, where I am at the WKXL studios. We do sports Every day from 10 to 11 right here, we have four segments in each show, and I'm going to institute a new framework for the show that I'm excited to let everybody know this is based on feedback that I have received from friends and family with suggestions about how to put together a real professional show. So today, I will be doing a rundown of what happened this weekend in the sports world in segment number one that's coming up right now. In segment two, we'll go over all of the NFL games and the impacts that they're having on the playoff chase. It's insane, the parity that exists, especially in the AFC conference. I will break down the games from yesterday in segment two. Segment three, I'm going to talk about the Patriots, and I'm going to talk about Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels is a name some people in the area might not know a lot about. True sports fans that watch college football, and maybe even that just love sports, might know a little bit about who he is. The starting quarterback from the LSU Tigers this year, who won the Heisman Trophy. This weekend it was awarded Saturday night. I watched, and I watched intently because I had a bet on Jaden Daniels. 12-1 to earlier in the year, about a month and a half ago I had him. Boom, he wins. And he goes up on the stage and gives one of the most moving speeches I've ever heard from an athlete. Professional athlete or not, he's not professional, I suppose, yet, but maybe he is because I'm sure he's making a lot of money on NIL stuff, but his speech was awesome, and you could tell it was from the heart. Yes, he, he was reading it off the cue cards or whatever, but it was from the heart, unlike the dude who introduced him, whoever this cat was that was like introducing for the Heisman Award. He read the speech off the teleprompter, and you could see on the TV, you could see the teleprompter in the background. But you didn't even have to see it. This dude, like, was just reading so blah. It was really pathetic, actually. And I wish I could interview that man on the radio station today here on the Sports Machine with Slim because it didn't do Jaden Daniels justice. Just that that introduction. It was it was pathetic. It, dude, it, there was no heartfelt sympathy, there, anything. Like, energy coming from the guy's voice. It was just reading the teleprompter like this. And we're going to award the Heisman Trophy. And it's just like, all right. But Jaden Daniels stole the, stole the show, baby. He got up there with the speech. The one thing I will say, and this is what I want to address in uh, segment three today. You can look forward to this about Jaden Daniels, in my opinion, on where he's going to go in the draft. He picked up the Heisman Award to celebrate and put it up over his head. And they said it's 25 pounds. Now, I don't know if it's accurate. 25 pounds, maybe it's 30. But I will say... He did have a little tough time picking up the 25-pound trophy, which lets me know he's going to have to hit the weight room. But if the kid hits the weight room and gets stronger, look out. So we'll save the rest of my Jaden Daniels talk for segment number three today on the Sports Machine. 
Let's do the weekend rundown. Friday night, I'm watching the Celtics game. Guess what? Do we remember this? Jalen Brown got thrown out of the game by a power trip hungry referee. Yes, no doubt. Jalen Brown should not have been thrown out of the game on Friday. But I'll tell you right now, if I was a ref, I might have thrown him out too because I'm not taking any more crap from you people. Stop complaining. I am so sick of the NBA players all complaining. It's like every call, I didn't touch him. And then you watch the replay and he totally whacked the guy like right in the head. It's ridiculous. These guys never think they foul anybody and they absolutely destroy people every play. In basketball, you literally, you could call a foul on every single trip down the court. That's just a fact. If you really wanted to call a foul every single time, you could. But that is a horrible product for the viewers. Instant replay fixes some of these things. No, it actually only makes it worse. It makes it worse worse in every sport. And I want to talk about what happened in the KC game yesterday with Buffalo in instant replay. But I'll, I'll hold tight for that because let's finish up on the NBA. The Celtics, do we know that the Celtics have the best record in the Eastern Conference? Yes, they do. 16-5. and five. The Celtics have the best record in the Eastern Conference. The Celtics are going to the finals, people. And the Celtics are probably going to win it all this year. It's probably going to happen. So what a ride we will have here on the Sports Machine with Slim. Local New Hampshire people, local New Hampshire callers getting to call in and discuss the Celtics when we are on just a magical playoff run. If you out there do want to call the show today, you are welcome. 603-224-1450 is the number. 603-224-1450. Anybody can call. The phone lines are open right now, but I'm going to steamroll through the rest of this opening segment because I want to continue with the rapid rundown and make it a little more rapid. The Los Angeles Lakers won the in-season tournament, and for those people who said it didn't matter, it mattered to LeBron James. And guess what? If you were a fan of the Los Angeles Lakers, it mattered to you because you got to watch three competitive, or at least it wasn't competitive because the Lakers smoked the first couple of rounds, but it was good basketball. The best professional athletes in basketball playing their hardest. That's what we wanted to root for, but the Celtics didn't give us that because they went out in the first round against Indiana. So I do believe the in-season tournament mattered, especially to a team like, to a team like the Celtics because you want the, like, the mark on you that, hey, we're the best. We're putting the stamp out there. We're going to win this. Come give us your best shot all season. But, hey, maybe the Celtics didn't think like that, or maybe they're just not good enough. I believe it's, uh, they are good enough, and they're 16-5. Do you know people in the NBA? Do you know who has the best record in the league? <laughs> Pretty amazing. I had no clue. The Minnesota Timberwolves are 17-4. and Wow. That's some knowledge I'm bringing to you. I guarantee this hardcore sports fans, like myself, I didn't even know because I don't check the NBA standings. I'm looking at football. But today, I decided to do it, and I shared that knowledge with you. We'll see where Minnesota is at the end of the year. I don't expect they'll be at the top of the West, but maybe the Celts will be playing them in the finals. Looking forward to getting there. The Boston Bruins I saw last night. We won 2-1 to one at Calgary. And I know anybody out there who had the Bruins minus one and a half, man, you were, uh, you were hoping for that empty net goal. <laughs> this, uh, the Bruins got, got the steal of the buck and got it down the other end. But no, couldn't fill it in. Still, they win. In the box score, they got a W. Bruins are going to be right there on a nice magical run, hopefully, in the playoffs as well. So how magical, how lucky will I be to be sitting here in the, in the host chair being able to talk with all you people out there in the listening audience about Celtics playoffs, Bruins playoffs. That's coming in the spring. 
between now and then, we got the NFL playoffs. And the positioning, the alignment, the the playoff chase, my God, so many teams in the AFC, seven and six. It's like there's six teams? I'm going to break that all down on the next segment, but I will, as a lead and say exactly what I said last week. The San Francisco 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. That, that whole thing, the season can be canceled. The San Francisco 49ers are your champions this year in the NFL. It's going to happen. They are the, the best defense in football. They are the best offense in football. The only team that could potentially get in their way is the Dallas Cowboys. And Dallas last night, mmm, I told everybody, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I know you can't see me because there's no video. I'm going to pat myself on the back. I told everybody last week on this show, the Philadelphia Eagles are headed in a downward direction. Why? Because their coach keeps trying to yell to them, play harder. You need to run through the wall. You need to tush bush. You need to physical. And they're wearing down. Did you see Sirianni's face? Like, did you see their coach? Philadelphia last night on the sidelines, this cat looks like he's ready for like the nursing home. Like he, At the beginning of the year, he was all fresh. <laughs> he's looking great. He's happy. And last night, he just looked like a train wreck. It's like, dude, you're pushing things too hard, and it's happening to your players. Last week, they played the 49ers, a team who, guess what, just as physical, just as strong as them, if not more. What happened? San Francisco crushed them last night. They play Dallas. Dallas is all jacked up. It's their biggest game of the year. Dallas played their biggest game of the year last night. Philadelphia didn't. This is what, from a motivational standpoint and an energy level standpoint, I'm telling you people, look at who Philadelphia has played the last five weeks. They played their biggest game of the year each of the last five weeks. You can't continue to play like that every week or you're going to have a drop-off. And we're seeing it. We're going to jump right back in with more NFL. Right after this break, you are listening to WKXL Radio. This is The Sports Machine with Slim. We're on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm coming right back. Tiny signed over the weekend with the Los Angeles Dodgers. $700 million is the value of his contract. I forgot that in the rapid rundown, so I just opened up this segment with a $700 million. I wonder what we're going to pay to go to baseball games like uh, <laughs> in, in five years. How expensive it's got to be. It's got to cost you like thousands of dollars to go because you have to pay the salaries of these guys that are getting $700 million to play baseball. Good luck to them. I said we're going to do the NFL, and that's what we're going to jump right into. The Dallas Cowboys, when you watch them last night, and I've noticed it for a few weeks now, and I'm going to tell you something, when San Fran and Dallas play in the playoffs, Dallas is going to get cooked on one of these plays. They're selling out all-out blitz a lot. 
Dallas is coming in in like third down and eight, third down and long type situations. They're blitzing like the house. They're bringing seven, six, seven guys. And they're getting to the quarterback immediately. But what San Fran's going to do is have something worked out where it's like, okay, right over the top, doom to McCaffrey, boom, he's gone. So we're going to uh, like over on McCaffrey for longest reception when the time comes San Francisco against Dallas because they will both be playing in the playoffs. Those are the two best teams in football. All you got to do is watch. Dak Prescott, he's the MVP. I told my friends two weeks ago, Dak Prescott, 7-1 to one to win the MVP. I said, Dallas is going to win, and then next week they're going to beat Philadelphia, and Dak Prescott is going to be your favorite for MVP. Today you look, Dak Prescott is the favorite, plus 160. I don't know what more I need to do. I put out on the uh, Twitter site for the Sports Machine yesterday, Buffalo and Dallas. Those were the two picks I had yesterday in the NFL. Both win. Now, I will say on Friday's show, when we left off, I did say I like the Knicks to beat the Celtics Friday night, so I was wrong there. Celtics came ready to play, and we're just good. And uh, the Knicks came to play, too, but talent-wise, the Celtics just destroyed the Knicks, so sorry. Um, NFL, how about anybody who drafted Justin Jefferson in fantasy? And you're all excited that he's coming back yesterday after his injury for whatever it is, three, four weeks. He comes in and he plays first half and then he's hurt with the chest injury. Best player probably in football. I mean, Justin Jefferson's probably the best player in football, right? Dude's got a little bit of an injury bug here this year. And with him out, even with him in the game, they weren't scoring. Can you imagine the final score for the Minnesota Vikings against the Raiders is three to nothing? Now, I know Jefferson gets hurt, but the Vikings scored three. The Raiders scored nothing? And Jimmy Garoppolo can't get in the game because <laughs> they're playing the guy from Purdue, O'Connell. <laughs> they, the Raiders are still scoring zero points. That's a baseball score, three to nothing. That's the product the NFL is putting out in front of the, their, uh, you know, their fans. That's not cool, three to nothing. That's, that's unacceptable. And for anybody that had... Justin Jefferson on their fantasy team. You have my apologies. Maybe you can make the playoffs and he'll come back and do some good things. Then tonight, you know, in the NFL, we got some big games. Well, not that big. But the Titans at Miami. And we got the Packers at Giants. Everything shifts in the NFL starting really this week. We have two Monday night games here tonight. On Thursday, we got the Thursday night game coming up. And then next Saturday, we have three games in the NFL. You know that? Like, it's time. All right, we're going to be talking NFL football Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday. They're just going to take over everything. And that's the way that it should because, I mean, we love the NFL. It's incredible. You watched the game last night. I stayed up till the very end. The Cowboys and and Philadelphia, even though it was a blowout, I wanted to watch the end. It's just a product that sports fans love to see. And I can't wait. Tonight's game, Packers at the Giants. You know the best thing about the Giants? They traded Kadarius Toney to the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Dayball must have been, get this cat out of here. I don't want him on my squad. I don't care if we're going to win five games this year. I do not want this guy around. So the Chiefs go, okay, yeah, come on, Kadarius, come on. You can be on our team. Come on and line up offsides. 
Why not put your foot past where the ball is? And so we get a penalty. And so the greatest play of the NFL season gets reneged. Like, you know, that one is coming back because we got a penalty. That was so awesome. And then afterwards, you see Patrick Mahomes and the coach, Andy Reid, complaining, crying. Like, oh, this is a terrible thing for the product of the NFL. It's like, dude, you were off sides. You were off sides. But. See, what people don't really know is it wasn't just that offsides play, which, I mean, Tony, horrible. Travis Kelsey, that was pretty sweet. I will say that lateral, amazing. But earlier in the game, I'm driving on the way to an event. I went to an event for Vivek Ramaswamy last night. I wanted to hear what the guy had to say. And open bar, Hampton Beach, complete open bar. You know, and the place wasn't totally packed. It's like, people know. It's like, you can get free, totally free drinks. Anyway, um... On the way there, I'm listening to the play of the game on the radio, the call of the game. We got Kansas City and Buffalo. I got Buffalo. I'm rooting for them. Well, there's a play where there's a catch by Latavius Murray, I think, and then a fumble. And the announcers, there's a break in the game. The radio announcers are talking back and forth. Well, what happened? And so they call in the guy who's like the replay Expert, and I'm gonna look to my phone here to see if I can find this guy's name. The replay expert, right? Like now, all of a sudden, on every sporting event, we need to be able to call in some replay expert who I guess is getting paid, but in all actuality, like you out there in the listening audience or me, we'd have the same hit rate, like on success as far as saying, hey, is this play correct or is it going to get overturned? Like you and me, you on the couch, me here in the studio, we'd have the same likelihood of guessing the correct outcome. It's just how ridiculous this whole thing is. But as as I'm driving, the announcers go, we're going to go to Gary Cavalletto. And Cavaletto comes on and says, well, this is not a catch. Pretty easy to see. It's going to get overturned. And uh, blah, blah, blah. He gives this real short ending. And then they go to the ref. And the ref goes, the play stands as called on the field. Like immediately after this expert, Gary Cavaletto, said that this is going to get overturned. It's not going to be a catch. And the, and the refs in the game say, it is a catch. And I'm just like, this is insanity. What, what are we doing? The replay. Instant replay. How much of my life have I wasted on instant replay? If I was going to give you an accurate number, I'm going to tell you something. And it's mostly over the last 10 years, right? In all sports, instant replay. Where was it before 10 years ago? I don't think we had it. Maybe in the NFL here and there a little bit. But I am telling you, I have wasted weeks of my life waiting for the instant replay officials to come up with their decision. Many times correct, sometimes incorrect. But was it worth all the time in my life that I've lost waiting for that? Like, really, the product of these sports, the NBA, oh my gosh, every last minute or two, oh, let's go and review. Oh, who touched what? It is so annoying as a real sports fan to have to sit there and listen to these cats who can't even tell you the right call 90% of the time. Can't even tell you the right call. We, um, we'll probably get to callers in the next segment, if that's cool, because I think we're going to be wrapping this one up pretty shortly. But next segment's going to be my big Jaden Daniels pitch. I'm going to tell you right now. The Patriots should take Jaden Daniels with whatever pick they have, and I hope it would be the first pick overall. It's, it's amazing to me when I look on the odds for who's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. We have 
Caleb Williams at minus 650 today. That, I don't understand that. The Chicago Bears are going to get the number one pick via Carolina, who looks just atrocious. They got steamrolled again yesterday by New Orleans. Carolina ain't winning four games. So they're going to have the number one pick, which they have to yield over to Chicago. Chicago is Justin Fields. If you're watching the Bears, they're playing better. They've won two games in a row. They, they've spanked two teams in a row. And now you've you got a young quarterback you drafted just a couple of years ago in Justin Fields who's starting to feel good, and he's a physical presence. Well, he's going to, like, what do you want? Don't you want to give him a weapon? Are you, so are you going to trade that pick if you're the Bears? You're going to trade the number one pick and get out of that spot to what? Go down to where? Like, where are you going to go in the draft to guarantee yourself that you can get Marvin Harrison, who last week I said Marvin Harrison should be the number one pick in the draft. And now I'm bouncing back and forth and saying, well, maybe it should be Jaden Daniels because he impressed me that much with his speech. And I think that leadership matters. And you can tell when you listen to this guy talk, he is a leader. Big time. I'm a big fan and you need the culture and the morale in the quarterback position. You need somebody who can take charge in that room and who really means it. And I just don't think that Mac Jones has done it for the Patriots. I don't know if Bailey Zappi can do it. He's, he's come in here and he's, his record as a starter is 3-1. Three three and one. We know this after the win last week. He won two games last year as a starter. So Bailey Zappi is 3-1. and one. Why hasn't he been playing more? Bill Belichick, if I want to ramble and just go all over the place, I said this last week too. Like, what are you doing? Why isn't Bailey Zappi getting on the field? Guess what? He's going to be. He's going to be, people. Bailey Zappi is going to be on the field. And hopefully, Bob will be calling on the show here next segment. I'm going to welcome him in on the Sports Machine with Slim. We're on WKXL Radio. It's 1450 AM. 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and on the web, nhtalkradio.com. The Sports Machine with Slim. Coming back in with some Heisman slash number one pick in the NFL draft talk myth Caleb Williams should be the number one overall pick (laughs) fact Jalen Daniels Jaden Daniels will have a superior career to Caleb Williams we got a caller on the line Bob I hear you're out there and I have some uh, some exciting news to reveal to you but first I'd like to hear whatever you'd like to say good morning to you on a Monday I wanted to play a quick game of surprised or shocked. Are you surprised the Bruins are this good after hearing that Krejci and Bergeron retired within days of each other, or are you shocked? I'm neither. I'm not surprised at all. They were old. I mean, I mean, I like them. I'm not trying to cut them down. I root for them. If they were playing today, I'd root for them. But, I mean, let's get real. In the playoffs over the last couple of years, they've done nothing. So why would I be shocked that we're better because we have, like, you know, uh, younger, faster guys on the team? Well, all right. Interesting. I'm surprised. I, I, I thought the old guys still had it. Krejci wasn't even that old. Um, I, yeah, Bergeron was on that, you know. Yeah. You know, he had been there 18 years, whatever it is, but still very productive. 
in morale, uh, right, from a team standpoint, I would think he's great. I know he was great in the locker room. So, I mean, maybe you'd be a little bit surprised that the Bruins could have, like, a step back with those, those two guys not being in there anymore. But I just think the infusion of, of the young guys that are hungry trying to get to the next level replaces that as long as you got the stability. And I guess Brad Marchand now, Bob, is uh, he's the captain and he's the leader and he's, he's going to provide all the positivity we, we need on the ice and off. <laughs> and uh, Pasternak stepping up. No shock there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The last one. Shohei Otani. Mm. $700 million. Surprised or shocked? I can tell you where I land on that one. Mm. Shocked. I, <laughs> Slim, I would have been shocked if he was pitching. They don't know if he's ever going to pitch again and... The highest contract is four hundred twenty-six million. Do you go to four fifty? Do you go to five hundred? <laughs> Skip right they ahead. This. They're skipping hundreds of millions. <laughs> Let's go, go all the way. You know, I'm all so, in. I am all in. <laughs> all right, I got one last thing. One last thing before you go to Dave and all those New Hampshire knuckleheads you're talking. To. We're skipping right. hundreds of millions of dollars ahead. They're just coming over the top raising with like two hundred million dollar raises. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like the you know the girl where you go and for one guy gives her a rose, the other guy gives her a Mercedes. There, you know. She's Get going. Up, she's going with the guy that gives the Mercedes. As Shohei Otani <laughs> went with the team that gave the seven hundred million. The discussion ends when it gets to the uh, you know multi hundreds of millions of dollars more than the next closest offer. <laughs> the Dodgers handed that man a fleet of Mercedes. Give me twenty more seconds. I got a fleet of the listeners. You're in your car right now. You're listening. I know you are. Don't do it right now. Don't get in an accident. Please. You're going to go home. You're going to download your tune-in radio. You're going to put the station's number in your contact. You're going to call this show tomorrow. I want to hear a woman calling wearing nothing but an extra-large Andy Moog sweater. Oh, She's God. eating Maddie Hatter cookies. who's forgotten more about hockey than you and I know combined. 603-224-1450. Is the number. That's how we do it. It's very easy to get on the radio, everybody. If that's what you want to do here in New Hampshire, in Concord, we got local callers. We got callers across the country who want to get on a sports talk radio show where you actually get to have some back and forth with the show host. I'm into it. If you can bring the content, I'll give you the airwaves for a limited amount of time. Then, and I take it back. Then I take them back and just start rambling about whatever I I want to talk about at that second. And at this second, I want to talk about Jaden Daniels and why I think he should be the number one pick. Number one, if you watch this man run, he's faster than any human being like ever on a football field. Nobody catches him. When he's out in front, he's gone. How exciting. Patriots fans. I'm I'm talking to you Patriots fans right now. Okay, We've been through the doldrums of the last four years where we just keep stepping down each year since our separation from Tom Brady, which we have to put in the rearview mirror. It was horrific. It's a terrible thing that he left New England. Tom Brady never should have left the Patriots. He should have retired a Patriot, and we should have given him whatever he wanted to stay here because he took less money through every single year of his contract. He never maxed out. He never went for the $700 million. 
And you could say, oh, well, he was married to Giselle. They were making all that money. It doesn't matter. You think that stops other athletes? No, it doesn't. I got news for you. Tom Brady is the greatest athlete in my lifetime for as far as I, uh, I, I have my own opinion, as far as I can see. I love Larry Bird. I love Larry Bird. I love all Boston athletes. David Ortiz, you know, the big guys, I, I love them. But this, this guy, number one in my book, I want some excitement when it comes to watching the New England Patriots. Jaden Daniels brings instant excitement at the quarterback position. This guy averaged like 100 yards rushing a game as a quarterback and threw for over 300 a game. He has an absolute cannon down the field, straight line, 60-yard type stuff, and he's not even strong. As I said earlier in the show, when he went to pick up the Heisman, you can check out the, the video. I'm sure it's out there on YouTube, and he goes to kind of put it over his head. You can see it's only 25 pounds. He's kind of struggling with it. Like he, he needs to get stronger, no doubt. But listen to him. Listen to the work ethic from his words that he gave during the acceptance speech, and you can tell how much he meant, meant it. And how Brian Kelly, his coach, spoke vo- like just, just so glowingly the praise about Jaden Daniels and his work ethic and his leadership, how he had asked for like the keys to the building to be able to get er- in early at like 5 a.m. or something ridiculous. I think it said 4 a.m. I must have been wrong. There's no way he's looking to get in the gym at 4 a.m. to work out. But it was early. That's all I can tell you. I'd have to re-listen to the tape to <laughs> give you the exact number. Sometimes I'm just going to go with generalities more than specifics. But what I'll tell you is the guy knows how to lead, and we need a leader on the team. He's an athletic freak. We could use some of that. He can throw the ball down the field. We could use some of that. Can he make the 20, 30-yard throws? He did a lot of them during his year this year. He got a lot better during his college career. If you watch the progression I'm in on Jaden Daniels, and no one is talking about it. 20 to 1 to be the number one pick. Marvin Harrison's 20 to 1, too, which that doesn't make a lot of sense to me either, because as I said earlier, the Chicago Bears have the number one pick. They have Justin Fields. There's no way the Bears are taking Jaden Daniels. I know that. Would they take Caleb Williams? Would the Bears just say, oh, we're going to fold up shop with Justin Fields. We're going to trade you or we're not going to put him to second string, right? We want Caleb Williams. He's the superstar. Like uh, We really believe as a franchise we're going all in on him. I don't see it. I don't see it. Like If I had the number one pick and I had Justin Fields today or Caleb Williams today, who would I take? I would take Marvin Harrison, (laughs) right, if you want the absolute guarantee. But if – Marvin Harrison's not there because the number one pick is the Chicago Bears and they take him as they should. This is where the whole draft will be incredibly interesting as it comes time here in 2024, the day of the draft. There'll be so many opinions, but the Bears, are you going to trade the first pick again like you did last year and it seemed to work out okay, but are you going to trade that pick again? Now, when you ha- what'd you trade for last year to get in position this year to get a Marvin Harrison Jr. for free to pair up? You're going to get one of the best receivers in football instantly to pair up with the young stud quarterback. I, w- what's the strategy? To, like, why is Caleb Williams minus 650? 
on the odds side of things. And Marvin Harrison's 20 to 1. That makes no sense to me at all. And that's why when I see Jaden Daniels at 20 to 1, too, I'm like, I think those odds are just a cluster. I think somebody's making numbers up. It doesn't make any sense. Those two at 20 to 1 seem to me as likely as Caleb Williams. And so the Patriots will be sitting there at pick number two, number three, number four. If they had the number one pick, last week I was Marvin Harrison. Today, I think I'm Jaden Daniels. But if the Patriots have number two or number three, guess what? Jaden Daniels might be there at number two or number three. Next year, Patriots fans, all of a sudden, we're excited again. We're excited on Sundays. If Jaden Daniels comes starting, and he's, he's a senior, so he's had his run through the college ranks where he played Arizona State for a year or two. He's had a long college career. Dude's 6'4". He's got size. He's got size. He's the package. And I am hoping, beyond hope, that the Patriots find a way to land my man Jaden Daniels. If they have the number one pick... I think I'm going to switch. I think I'm going Jaden Daniels number one if the Patriots have that pick. We'll be back with the final segment. I want to tell you a little something special in this next segment. This is WKXL Radio. It's the Sports Machine with Slim. 1450 AM. 103.9 FM in Concord. 101.9 FM in Manchester. And online nhtalkradio.com. Let's get them. Muslim. I gotta tell you something. I love that commercial. The crypto book that you need to read. I love that commercial. Today I'm going over to St. Anselm's College in Manchester. There's going to be a presidential crypto forum. And I know there'll be a few of the folks running for president that'll be over there. And I just want to see if any of them has any clue about what's going on in cryptocurrency. I told you last night I went to that event for Vivek to check it out, and I got to ask him a question. I went up to him, I, I stood in the line, I got up to the top of the, uh, the front of the line and said, hey, uh, I got a question for you. Who do you think is Satoshi? Who's Satoshi? And for people that don't know, Satoshi is the fictional uh, name for the person that invented Bitcoin. And he looked at me and he said, I think it's an AI, artificial intelligence. I was like, oh, interesting. You thought the computers could, could be that powerful back when this was started in 2008, 2009. I told him who I thought it was. We'll share that some other day, but that crypto industry is very interesting, and it's uh, making its way into some political discussion, obviously, too. So I want to go and check out what's going on there. I'm going to tell everybody right now. We're going to break down the rest of the NFL action tonight and the standings but before that i want to bring back an oldie but a goodie from my past i am implementing the top 10 fans of the show this is the first reveal of the top 10 that we have and for people that are new to this game what i will tell you you want to be in the top 10 fans of the show because you're eligible for some good surprises as time goes on so here they are in a non- Random order, a very defined order. Spots 10 through 7, nobody. Nobody. Because we haven't had enough callers, not enough interaction online. These numbers and uh, names, just so you know, are on the Facebook page for the Sports Machine. It is Sports Machine NH. If you go to Facebook, you will find the show 
Sports Machine NH for New Hampshire. How can you get in the top 10? You can go to Facebook, find Sports Machine NH, and start to interact with the account a little bit. Doesn't even have to be a lot. In fact, right now, one word of interaction could land you in the top 10. Number six, Jeff. And I'm not going into detail, but he liked the Twitter page for the sports machine. That's all it took, baby. You're at number six position. Number five, Rob. Rob, you get number five. Thank you for listening and for your input. You say I'm doing an excellent job. I appreciate that. And I reward you with number five spot in the top ten. Number four, Jill. Maybe you should be number three, but you are number four because you're not number three. So thank you for listening. Who's number three? Chris. Jill, sorry. Chris gets the award. Yes, you recommended him to listen to the show, but Chris gave me some incredible feedback and advice for marketing and for other things we can do in the local community. So thank you to you, Chris. Bob, my cousin Bob, he called earlier. You're my cousin Bob. From now on, when you call in, I'm going to show you respect. Your name is my cousin Bob. You are the number two fan of the show in the top ten. And the number one. The number one fan of the show is my brother, Dave. That's right. I'm all about family. Number two caller is my cousin, Bob. Number one fan of the show is my brother, Dave. People last week were telling me I've been doing a great job. The Sports Machine with Slim, brand new sports talk radio show here. And most people are telling me, hey, you're doing great. I don't know how you can just talk for 40 minutes. All this knowledge about sports. There's nobody else talking with you. Like, I can talk, man. I, I like it. I got a lot of stuff I love to share. I get excited when the microphone's in front of me. But my brother, Dave, he cut me down a little bit. He knocked me down a peg on Friday. And I appreciate that. And I'm going to work hard to try to bring more structure to the show. So there we go. Top 10. By the end of this week, there will be an update on Friday. I will tra- plan to update the top 10 and we'll give a little overview about what we're going to try to do as part of the top 10, what I'm going to do to give back to people. Top 10. We got about that many teams in the AFC East going for the playoffs. The last couple playoff spots on the wild card side of things. Literally. Teams that are 7 and 6. Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals, Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, and the Denver Broncos. All those teams are seven and six. There's six of them. You know why there's so many teams with that record? We don't have any good teams in the AFC East. Like, like it's there's no great teams, that's certain. I mean, who's the best of it? Baltimore? Baltimore, I like the energy of Lamar Jackson. I will tell you that. He is playing like a man possessed. But if you watch the game yesterday, it's like, Dude, if you just hold him inside the tackles, don't let him get outside. He's just not a good enough pocket passer. And and that's not my opinion. Like, that's fact, dude. If you just watch what he's done in the playoffs, the last few times that he's had chances, like one time was as a number one seed, right? And they got knocked out. Because in the playoffs, it's different. You're playing against good defenses who have like a week or two to really study just what you're doing. They have a whole season of game tape to watch to see what your tendencies are. And I know what his tendencies are. He likes to run. He's very fast. You might want to uh, you know, try to get in his way. Don't play defense uh, overextended where you're running past him so he just steps up and takes off. So Baltimore, yeah, uh, they're probably the biggest threat to come out of the AFC right now. Some people might say Miami Dolphins. And the Dolphins play tonight. It's the Titans, who are awful. I used to like Mike Vrabel as a coach just because they, they beat Tom Brady in, 
his last game with the Pats, and I thought it was a good coaching job, but I just think he's too negative. I always tell people, like, I'm trying not to be too negative on the show as host of the Sports Machine. I don't want people like, oh, I don't want to listen to that guy. He's, he's too negative. But Vrabel just always looks mad when you look at him on the sidelines. He just always looks angry. Maybe that's because his team is 4-8. and eight. Well, I mean, not for nothing. It, it seems like every year you keep going in the wrong direction. And you, you guys got rid of A.J. Brown. How's that working out for you? You keep having Ryan Tannehill as your starting quarterback each year. How's that working out? Might want to try some new things. That's why I said with the Patriots, might want to try and get Jaden Daniels. But that's on a side note. I, I think tonight I'd look for Miami to steamroll the Titans. But who knows? That's probably what everybody's going to think. The Packers at the Giants tonight. I, I'll tell you, the Giants will play. Brian Dayball is a coach, X's and O's, and Green Bay's had a couple big games, and they're feeling good about themselves, and they've been, they've been rolling but I'm telling you, the Giants ain't going to quit. Brian Dayball is a good, smart coach who's working through losing his starting quarterback of $50 million a year. We talk about Otani getting $700 million. Daniel Jones got, what did he get? Was it $50 million or $40 million? Like Either amount is, uh, it's obscene. It, it, how is that cat getting paid that amount of money? What? What? And guess what? You give a guy like that that amount of money, he comes out first year, he's hurt. And your team stinks. Nice decision, front office. There you go. But the NFL is run by quarterbacks. That's why you got to get a Jaden Daniels. I'm going to keep working this in, people. You have to take Jaden Daniels if you get a chance to. Patriots. Teams that are dangerous in the AFC. Who's coming out? Cleveland Browns? I mean, I don't know. Deshaun Watson's not, not running the show. Joe Flacco? Can you get the job done? I think he's only like 37, 38. So the answer is maybe. I mean, Cincinnati could get hot. Pittsburgh, I don't care for Pittsburgh, but Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, what's his name? C.J. Stroud went down yesterday. That's that's a bummer. I wonder if he's going to be out for a while. I wonder if uh, Nakua has a chance to actually come back and win the Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year award, because yesterday he was like 25-1 to 1 before that game injury. But if C.J. Stroud is out now, that would change that in a big-time way because Nakua's – I mean, every week he's doing something good. At the end of the end of the year, you look at his stats. I can't imagine for a rookie, he's gonna have like some of the best stats of all time. This dude just catches everything, gets open, and Matthew Stafford's playing better. The Rams have been looking pretty good the last couple of weeks, even though they lost yesterday to Baltimore. The other team outsider, my brother Dave had said to me, Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson is working some magic there, people. He feels good, and you got. I'm telling you, in the AFC, it is wide. Wide open in the AFC. Anybody can come out. You, I'm going to watch tonight's game and see, but I just don't think two is that, that guy. I don't think two is leading this team to the Super Bowl this year. Maybe he is. On the other side of the fence, I told you in the NFC, we got a lot of parity out there too, minus the top two teams. I mean, Detroit Lions yesterday go into Chicago, just get steamrolled by the Chicago Bears. I mean, Chicago Bears, five and eight. Now, I do think they got a good quarterback, who's physical as heck, and if you're not ready to play him, like he, you can't bring him down. You, you, you better be ready to play against Justin Fields or he's going to embarrass you like he did the Detroit Lions yesterday. I just, does anybody think the Detroit Lions are going to the Super Bowl? I don't care. Their record's 9-4? and 9-4. and four. Does anyone really think they're not going to the Super Bowl? The Detroit Lions are not going to the Super Bowl. It's San Francisco or it's Dallas. It's not Philadelphia. In fact, a little preview for later in the week when we're talking about the coming games for next weekend. As I said two weeks ago to people, the Philadelphia Eagles, I think, might lose at Seattle. Why? 
because the Eagles have played five super stressful games in a row, and they're starting to wear down. You see it. They got spanked by San Fran. I told you. They got spanked by Dallas last night. Now, are you jacked up to go to Seattle? Are you like, let's go? It's been five weeks. They can't reach that threshold again. So they're going to walk into Seattle, a place that's very tough to play against a very motivated Seattle team. Philly, you're in trouble. I'd love to be able to say that when the 76ers play against the Celtics, too. Philly, you're in trouble this season. Celtics. That's a Monday episode of the Sports Machine with Slim, everybody. Thank you for listening. With WKXL Radio, it's 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. I'll do even better tomorrow.